Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. My name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Our address in Greensburg is 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue. Our phone number is 724-836-7440. And our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. If you would like to come and visit us, please park in the lot. You can park there for free for 30 minutes. Our first story today comes from a woman, a couple, I should say, in their low 70s. And the woman was concerned about her husband who was having memory issues. So his program consists of, first of all, a food change. Second of all, an oil change. And third, a supplement program. Megacal, ionic minerals, krill oil, extra virgin olive oil, brain protex, and probiotic 11. New evidence confirms that you can sharply reduce your risk of Alzheimer's with the right nutrients. That's good news because, as we know, uh, if you listen to any kind of news so far this year, they came up with an Alzheimer's drug. It was unsuccessful and so expensive that I don't think anybody could really afford it. And considering that uh, a considerable cause of Alzheimer's or, or dementia is the modern day deluge of simple sugars and processed carbohydrates foisted on consumers by the big food companies. Environmental toxins and pesticides are risk factors as well. So all of those toxins and sugar, fake sugar, create a cascade of insulin resistance, metabolic syndrome, and rampant chronic disease. So the study links the Mediterranean diet's healthy fats and low processed carb intake to a reduced risk of Alzheimer's dementia and pretty much all of the so-called diseases of aging. Uh, There were researchers at a neurodegenerative disease center and they wanted to know if a diet low in processed carbs could ward off Alzheimer's. Use, I could have told them the answer to that, but anyway, they did all these, te- they used cognitive tests, brain scans, biomarkers, and they discovered a quote-unquote significant correlation between healthy brain function and a Mediterranean-style diet rich in nuts, seeds, leafy vegetables, and extra virgin olive oil. In fact, the Mediterranean-style eaters even had a larger hippocampus, the part of the brain responsible for learning and memory. These findings mean you're not powerless against Alzheimer's. You can protect your brain and the rest of your body through better nutrient intake. Um, Some minerals that are very important for insulin resistance, Alzheimer's, diseases of aging, chromium. This mineral helps digestion and increases insulin's ability to push glucose into your cells. Type 2 diabetics typically have low chromium levels. 
Magnesium, as we know, most people are low in magnesium and that puts you at a greater risk of diabetes and all kinds of things. High blood pressure, magnesium helps lower blood pressure. Selenium, we need selenium to help direct insulin into the cells to accept more glucose. It's also vital for good thyroid function and zinc. Uh, our bodies need zinc to, and the pancreas especially to manufacture, store, and secrete insulin. Um, <clears throat> zinc deficiency causes all kinds of stuff. So take your program. And he is um, taking krill oil, which is an omega-3 it's omegas, omega-3s, are a type of polyunsaturated fatty acids. Um, they fall into the category of essential fatty acids, which means we can't make them ourselves. So we have to source them externally, either through food or supplementation. Most of the research on potential benefits of omega-3s has been focused on fish and fish oil. Observational studies have linked higher intakes of fish and seafood to better outcomes related to heart and brain health, inflammation, cancer, even IQ scores. Uh, there was a review of 44 studies that was published in the highly specialized medical journal about essential fatty acids and researchers concluded that children who ate seafood had better school grades higher iqs by as much as nine and a half points that sounds like a huge difference maybe it's the omegas um, but if you're going to opt for chick-fil-a or mcdonald's fish or something like that for your kids Skip it, feed them food from your kitchen, and feed them omegas. We have a children's chewable omega. You can find it on the website, www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Um, furthermore, fish could contain mercury. So unless you're really knowing where your fish comes from in that vast ocean out there, I would um, steer clear of most animal flesh or all of it. Anyway, uh, omegas are crucial in reducing our risk of heart disease. There is really solid evidence that getting enough omega-3s can protect your heart. They lower your risk for sudden death from arrhythmia and all-cause mortality. Um, they're really good for abnormal heart rhythm. I just said that. Lower inflammation. They improve arterial health and prevent the buildup of plaque. Getting enough omegas is particularly essential early in life as the brain grows and develops. But that doesn't mean we don't need them later or our whole lives. Um, omegas help with depression. So if you're depressed, you're not getting enough nutrition. Omegas have immune benefits. They're considered immunonutrients. 
meaning they have a unique role in cell signaling and the cellular structure of the immune system. They support eye health, a strong association between low um, or you know not enough omegas and macular degeneration. They boost your mood, so great for mental health. Anti-inflammatory benefits. Um, uh, olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, which we have at the shop. It's so delicious that I could drink it right out of the bottle. And avocado oil, honestly, it doesn't really have a taste, um, but you can find uh, organic olive, avocado oil. Just make sure that you're getting enough. And um, if you eat a westernized diet, you have a pretty good chance that you are insufficient in omega-3s and we need the EPA and DHA. Um, also, the benefits of eating a high fat diet, or as I said, this gentleman got an oil change, so he's ha eating a lot of uh, oils, fat fats, which um, extra virgin olive oil, avocado oil, krill, super omega, all excellent. But you can see from the condition of people's skin whether they eat a high-fat diet or not. If you don't have enough nutrition or you eat a low-fat diet, that will cause dry, dull, flaky skin that leads to wrinkles, sagging, and even adult acne. So when you add good fats to your diet, you have more energy, um, you have much younger looking skin. Uh, researchers examined faces of women and the ones who ate more fat had better skin elasticity. Hello. And there was um, another study that examined 3,000 people. Those eating more fat had a much lower risk of skin damage from the sun. If you don't want skin damage from the sun, don't go out in it. Take your vitamin D3. Um, so EPA and DHA, those omegas help your skin in three ways. First of all, they fight wrinkles by protecting the skin barrier. The skin barrier is the outermost layer of your skin. This barrier is the key to dewy, healthy skin. When it loses its ability to hold water and moisture, your skin gets dull, dry, flaky, and wrinkled. But adding fatty acids to your diet increases skin hydration. Omega-3s help seal in moisture. Um, krill oil is guards against sun damage. So, you know, you can get your 15 to 20 minutes of sun to get your vitamin D, which you still don't get enough. Um, but DH, uh, DHA and EPA, especially krill, it's like an internal sunscreen. And then omegas also help protect the gut skin axis. So omega-3s are the building blocks of healthy cell membranes and you know it is really hard i guess people can eat wild caught salmon if you really want to organic wild caught salmon 
but if you prefer not to eat animal flesh, take your DHA, EPA, uh, krill super omega, and um, I would combine it with curcumin as well. A young man in his, oh wait, let's see. Um, a, a 40s woman had been experiencing low energy, low blood pressure and dizziness, thought it might be anemia, started taking a half a cup of liquid chlorophyll a day, uh, 20 squirts of B12, complete the liquid B12 under her tongue and super supplementals. It ceased almost immediately. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. There's only a tiny difference between the lifebloods of plants and animals. A molecule of chlorophyll contains 36 atoms of hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon arrayed around an atom of magnesium, while a molecule of hemoglobin, that's our red blood cells, is exactly the same except for an atom of iron at the center instead of magnesium. How's that for miraculous? So drink your liquid chlorophyll. I put it in my smoothie every morning. A young man in his 50s worried about a detached retina. Listen to last week's podcast. Is now taking all the supplements recommended. Perfect Eyes, Ginkgo, MacuGuard, and MegaCal. Plus he added enzymes and probiotics for good measure. He said he was just appalled that he never knew about this until his... Uh, somebody, some woman in his life, I don't know, mother, girlfriend, sister, wife, said, uh, listen to that podcast, because he was really, really worried about having a detached retina. A 20s woman was defending her choice to me to have vaccines. Uh, she says she'll trust the science, even though she's done zero research couple things about that. First of all, you don't have to de defend your choices to me. It's your body. It's your choice. It feels to me that if you need to defend your choice, you're not completely sold on it. None of my business, your body, your choice. Um, how can you trust the science when you haven't done the research. However, if you have done the research, uh, data shows that trusting the science can have devastating consequences. Last year's healthcare heroes now face unemployment as hundreds of medical organizations across the country bully employees into getting the experimental COVID injection under the threat of suspension, termination, or discriminatory testing practices. Across the country, we are witnessing mask mandate, uh, blatant medical coercion, as free citizens are told they must show proof of their injection card. Uh, does George Orwell mean anything to you folks out there? Um, to provide food and security for their family or simply move about freely in their community or go to a concert or go to a restaurant. That's okay. 
we don't need to do that, do we? Um, what will stop authorities from continuing down this path of infringement on bodily autonomy and basic human rights? How long will it be that proof of annual flu shots will we be required to go to a restaurant or for your children to attend public school, a school that UPS pay for with your tax dollars? And for that matter, when you look at who funds the CDC, FDA, and other government agencies, could trusting the science be a huge mistake? More importantly, especially if you're not sure what I'm talking about, um, a trip down Big Pharma's memory lane shows you that trusting the science could be a deadly mistake. Looking back at the litigation history of Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and Moderna is startling. Criminal, we might add. In July of this year, Johnson & Johnson agreed to pay $5 billion to select states, including New York, for their role in the, Ameri the American opioid epidemic. Johnson & Johnson was also outed in 2018 for selling baby powder con contaminated with asbestos, something Johnson & Johnson knew about for decades, and they admitted to knowing about it for decades. Um, public records show that Pfizer has been caught engaging in corrupt and illegal marketing practices suppressing adverse trial results and bribing doctors. Most recently, last year, Pfizer spent over $13 million lobbying to Congress. As for Moderna, established in 2010, the company has failed to earn FDA approval for a single one of their medicines ever. And, uh, Anthony Fauci um, is part of Moderna, and in January 2020, um, they became co-owners of the mRNA-based coronavirus experimental, you know, the shot now being administered to millions of people around the world. The character and transparency of these companies are highly suspect. Yet we are told again and again that we must trust them without question. Indeed, anyone who dares question the entire injection mandate movement is labeled a selfish anti-vaxxer conspiracy theorist. With this kind of bullying and gaslighting, it's becoming harder and harder for many people to hold the line. Whose hands are in the pot anyway? Um, three questions to reflect on as you exercise your right to informed consent and autonomous medical decision making. Um, think about these and all the mistakes that have cost people their lives. Um, the CDC and the FDA received millions of dollars in funding from Pfizer and Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, just Pfizer one word, Johnson & Johnson, GlaxoSmithKline, and other pharmaceutical companies, they get this money every year. Um, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation owns shares of Pfizer too. Does financial bias matter? So that's a question. Um, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, which owns nearly $2 billion in Johnson & Johnson stock, 
um, is funded. So factcheck.org, one of the most prominent engines of social media censorship throughout the pandemic is funded by Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. So even though they claim that the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation has no control over our editorial content, are you really confident that this claim is true? And the final question, if you become injured by an injection, you, not the pharmaceutical company or your employer, shoulder full responsibility for the fallout. If these pharmaceutical companies were held liable for jab in injuries, do you think there would still be such a strong push for everybody to get it? Okay, and here's the kicker. Dr. Robert Malone, MD, inventor of the mRNA and DNA vaccines and worldwide expert in mRNA technology, Harvard-trained physician, he says there's an agenda for universal vaccination that is not scientifically sound. Here's what he says. They've completely failed to develop an AIDS vaccine. Think uh, Fauci. They, they failed to develop a West Nile vaccine and a Zika vaccine. Every time there's an outbreak, Fauci goes to Congress and requests a bunch of money to create a vaccine, and this is his first big win. According to Malone, Fauci has rolled out a quote-unquote noble lie, and the noble lie is that we have to reach herd immunity to minimize death, that these genetic vaccines are the only path available to herd immunity, and that these genetic vaccines are perfectly safe. Each one of these statements are demonstrably false. So he did a little tweet, and his tweet had three points on it. Point number one, bioethics require full risk disclosure and free choice. Neither of these are being met. Uh, point number two, for high risk populations, the risk benefit ratio seems to make sense. Point number three, we do not know all the risks yet. So I would say get a vaccine if you're feeling lucky. Um, so what can we do? Well, you know, supplements. Supplements, when we take care of things with supplements, we don't really have to bother anyone else. Uh, we just go about our business but you know, in order to prevent and in order to cure, you have two different operations. If you've never taken a supplement and you get something and you start taking what's recommended on the bottle, I don't know, you know. Um, but if you follow a plant-based diet, any kind of diet is better than the standard American diet. You can eat eggs and dairy and, um, aged cheese, everything organically grown, you're probably gonna prevent a lot of illnesses. Diabetes, heart disease, cancer, um, flu, variants, colds, viruses, they can all be reversed. And also viral pneumonia, Lyme, hepatitis require high doses of vitamins. People die from pneumonia from a lack of vitamin C. 
Extremely high doses of vitamin C are antiviral. You can take, take over 100 vitamin Cs a day. I don't know if you'd want to take that much. You want to take as much as some, you know, you get till you get to bowel intolerance. Sometimes 10 to 15 does the trick. Uh, Dr. Cathcart, Dr. Frederick Klenner, medical doctors use, have in the past used vitamin C and silver. Just take enough vitamin C to be symptom free. It's the best antiviral, antitoxin, anti-infective, antihistamine, and anti-depression. One vitamin. How does one vitamin cure so many things? Because a lack of one vitamin causes so many things. Don't make your life unnecessarily difficult. Eat foods you love that are plant-based and take your supplements. So here's a question. If all this has been known for 80, 90 years, why isn't it more widely known? Good question. Very good question. Let's just think about that for a minute. Anyway, what I want to do on these podcasts is to show you how to lessen your consternation, make it simple, have a beautiful, wonderful, joyful life. Uh, It's the behavior that's the secret ingredient. What do you want to do with the illness you have? Do you want to look into nutrition and supplements? You have a choice. So often I hear, I take a lot of drugs, but I don't really want to take them. It's like somebody handing you a gift saying it should be more. Well, then I'll give it back to you and make it be more if you want it to be more. If you don't want to take take drugs, don't take them. You really have a choice. Um, okay, this is a nice time to interject a story of a woman who is uh, really uh, fearful She was so afraid. She goes to the doctor out of fear. Um, She takes the pharmaceuticals out of fear. She was very, very afraid when she um, realized that she was extremely skinny. Five feet, six inches tall, 112 pounds. Sounds like Auschwitz to me. And she said, oh, I came out of the shower one day and... I looked in the mirror, I said, one day, really? You didn't notice it as you were going along? She said, I got really scared, I don't know how this happened. I said, who who lives in your body? Who who lives your life? Um, Did you not notice that you weren't eating? Well, I'm so busy and I'm this and that, and excuse, excuse, excuse. So, you know, taking supplements, and eating food, eating food first for her. Um, she said that she went to the doctor and the doctor said, you have cholesterol of 225, you're gonna die of a heart attack, you have to get on this statin drug and just eat egg whites. I mean, seriously, we have known for at least 50 years that eating eggs does not raise your cholesterol. How come nobody told this person? Um, So anyway, we wish her the best, eating food and taking supplements. But how, how do you change your behavior? How do you change your mind? It takes about 68 seconds. Just do it, change. Um, 
many people are doing this, so I congratulate all of us. Uh, doctors have been prescribing high dose vitamins for 80 years or 90 years. If your doctor doesn't, he or she is behind the times by 80 years. And saying that to eat egg whites, a 112 per pound person to say eat egg whites. Really? I mean, that's the least of your problems. That's kind of normal cholesterol. Um, 208 to 242, that's super normal. Um, you know, where's the advice to eat food? When you're sick of sickness, you're no longer sick. This is really very doable. Why do people have to suffer unnecessarily? How did human beings evolve with all the drugs in the first place? So I'm very much into health. Um, if you're not very much into health, as I say, like when you go get a COVID shot, am I feeling lucky today? The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. If we don't take care of our bodies, we dishonor the Holy Spirit. Everyone needs vitamin C because we're the only animal species who does not manufacture our own vitamin C. Everyone needs vitamin D3. Everyone needs copious amounts of B vitamins. Everyone needs enzymes, probiotics, and omegas. And top of, on top of that, minerals. We're all deficient in minerals. And everyone is different, so your programs will be different. Even with a plant-based diet, it is extremely difficult to get everything we need. We need vitamin E. Uh, it's nutritional insurance. Did you know that vitamin C is readily absorbed by those rogue uh, vampire cancer cells? and acts as a pro-oxidant, it kills cancer cells. So if you come down with a cold, uh, you don't come down with Alzheimer's, by the way. Some man said, my wife came down with Alzheimer's. I'm like, yeah, I was developing for decades. Uh, a cold you does come on pretty quickly. But if you, you lack vitamin C if you catch a cold. If you have pneumonia, you super lack vitamin C. Pure. I'm sorry, poor nutrition and zero supplements have never cured anything. Nutrition and supplements are your best bet to feel better and maybe live longer. Add life to your years and years to your life. There's lots of hope. Hope consists in the knowledge of that in, in your kitchen, there you have supplements and you have good food that you just got from the farmer's market. Go make the food, go take your supplements. And remember, toxins, you know, we want to get rid of toxins. So it's not only what you eat and drink, it's what you watch on TV, it's what you look at on the internet, or what you watch on Netflix, or who you hang out with. A woman said uh, that she and her boyfriend finished a series on Netflix, she said, she told me what the name of it was. I had no idea. Um, but she said it was just all about shooting people, killing people, um, like a soap opera kind of thing, but very, very violent. And after she watched it, she felt sick. And she looked at him and said, what have we learned with this? He said, I don't know. It's just entertainment. I said, well, don't do that then. Go do something else. Or suggest some 
G-rated Netflix show or something. Okay, final story came from a young man who loves the outdoors. He asked what prevents mosquito bites. He didn't want to put the toxic stuff on his skin. Um, I said, eat garlic. And when I told the man with um, oh, what's Lyme, I told him take more vitamin C and chew up garlic. He said, I can't do either one of those. Okay, then suffer. I, I, you know, at least humor me and say, okay, I'll try. <laughs> Whatever, doesn't matter. Anyway, garlic, a, a brief history on garlic. It was first noted by Chinese literature, 500 AD, uh, and even before that, a 35-year-old Egyptian scroll um, healers believed then that garlic could help a person's body. In the first century AD, a surgeon and physician in the Roman armies described garlic with regard to the doctrine of signatures. This is the notion that the medicinal properties of the plant are revealed symbolically by its outward form, you know, like a walnut and a brain, omega's brain. Uh, avocado is good for pregnant women. That's pretty evident there. Uh, anyway, a, a plant such as garlic with a long hollow stalk would be good for all diseases of the windpipe. What, when the plagues ra ravaged Europe, people ate garlic as a daily protection from the disease. It's a natural antibiotic without any bad effects that drugs would have that kill life within the body. Um, when, when it was discovered that garlic would prevent the plague, there were those who protected themselves by using it. Some of them later took advantage of this protected state and robbed those who were dead or dying. When they were caught, they were executed for their crimes, which was an ironic turn of events, um, you know, can we say the plague killed them or their greed killed them? I don't know. As a medicinal plant, garlic can be used extensively for disease prevention, infection of all kinds. Garlic has a measurable amount of germanium, a mineral which strengthens the immune system, an antioxidant for aiding in physical endurance and um, it's good for hypoglycemia, hyperglycemia. It's good for um, blocking atherosclerosis, for normalizing cholesterol and triglycerides. And it helps prevent narrowing of the arteries. It lowers triglycerides. Garlic owes most of its strong aroma to Allison, which is, I know her, uh, which is produced by the enzymatic action of alanase, and it's a sulfur-containing amino acid. It doesn't take place until garlic is crushed. Um, so then, you know, it. you can taste the garlic. It's very, very strong, pungent, but that's the good part of it. Um, the beneficial effects of garlics are the result of those sulfur compounds. 
It stimulates the lymphatic system to throw off waste materials. It is um, a, an insect bite repellent. It gets rid of the, it rids the respiratory tract of phlegm and lowers to rid the bowels of parasites. It, it's a natural antiviral antibiotic. It controls disorders of the blood. It strengthens blood vessels. Uh, it's a heavy metal detoxifier. It strengthens the heart, stomach, spleen, lungs, protects against cancer-causing agents. It is a specific anti-tumor agent for many types of cancer and other degenerative diseases. It's effective in treating arthritis. Um, so, you know, and it's a mosquito repellent. So if you, and he said, well, should I eat it or should I just take some and hang it on my pocket of my jeans or something? I said, you know, I would eat it. Okay, well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I really appreciate all of the listeners out there. And please come and visit us, Herbs to Your Health, 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Or give us a call, 724-836-7440. Or go to our website, www.herbstoyourhealth.net. Thank you very much. Bye.